You're listening to Marketing News Canada, Canada's number one show featuring the brightest minds in marketing, PR, and digital advertising. Welcome to another episode of Marketing News Canada. I am thrilled to introduce you to Tom Conway, who is the CEO for Small Business BC. He's an entrepreneur with 30 plus years experience, and Tom understands the importance of access to expert resources when starting and growing a company. Tom and his husband, Guy, migrated to Vancouver via Monterey, California in 2016. Tom, thank you for being here. Thank you, Darian, for having me. I appreciate it. So those that have yet to visit Small Business BC, I I have physically visited your office that was in Vancouver for, for many years. And we were just a neighbor to the original and first ever international Starbucks in the world. And those that are listening, it was the first in the world outside of Seattle. It was, it was, I think it was during Expo 86. I want to, I want to guess that maybe, maybe not, that's probably wrong, but it was the first one and it's amazing. Yeah, no, it was, it was a great location. We're no longer located there in the waterfront center, but we are still accessible on transit and we're on the Canada line uh, just by city hall in Vancouver. So we moved in January. Unfortunately, we haven't had a lot of clients in yet because of the pandemic, right? So we're hoping that if everything goes well with phase four, that uh, post Labor Day will be open again. So amazing, amazing. And, and those that have yet to, to maybe go to your website or know what you do, maybe break it down. What are, what are the support systems? I, I know there's so many elements to Small Business BC, but what would you say? What's the, the force of what you do? Yeah, the main force is Small Business BC exists to help entrepreneurs and small businesses to get their business started, whether it's coming in to get help with naming your business or registering your business with government or finding funding for your business, talking to other entrepreneurs about, you know, how to start your business and what they experienced in starting their business. And then also, I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't say our main services are education and client services, like our one-on-one consultations with clients and the educational resources and web webinars that we produce on various topics, whether it's accounting or marketing or how to do social media or how to write a business plan. You can consult with one of our staff. Anything that you might think that you, you have a question on related to small business, starting a business, you come to Small Business BC. And then there's other projects that we've taken on along the way, right? Like during this past year, during the pandemic and helping with recovery. So there's a lot of other things, but our core is educational and client services. And we think we need to also talk about, uh, you celebrate small businesses. Exactly. Yeah. Behind me, you can probably see the sign, the the Small Business BC Awards. That's one way that we celebrate our small businesses every year. Um, This past year, we had to modify. Normally, we have like a big banquet in the the convention center in Vancouver and invite all the businesses who've been nominated to come and and see if they've won for, you know, best best whatever category that they might be in. And this year, we did it virtually. And we think it, it went really well this year because we got a lot we got an opportunity to go out to the communities throughout the province where our businesses were located. And some of the film work that was done is just spectacular. Uh, check out our website because those videos are all posted there. And you'll learn a lot about those businesses, but, but about their communities as well. That's incredible. And those that are maybe across Canada, do you have like, I don't know what you'd call them, like, uh, if, you know, peers in, in every province? Is there your office located across the country? 
Yeah, there are. There are in each of the provinces, I believe. I, I uh, Don't quote me on Beyond the West, but I know yeah. that we work very closely in particular with our partners in Man- Manitoba, Saskatchewan, and Alberta. Okay. Um, and we're part of a Western group of small business services and funded by government to provide these services. So similarly, they function in those provinces as well. Amazing. And tell me about like, why do you love what you do? Like, give me a bit of your background and kind of what, you know, when you wake up in the morning, like, what does it mean to, to get a serve, you know, which is such a large, in a sense, audience portfolio yeah. that you have. Give me the, maybe the story behind it and the inspiration that you, you get each day. I'm happy to do that. You know, I will say, yes, large audience, definitely. We have, there are over 500,000 small businesses in BC. And we employ, uh, they make up 97% of all business in BC is small business. So yes, a very large audience with a lot of need for support. And so we're great, grateful to be here. At my core, I, you've done some research about me, but I've worked in nonprofits for the vast majority of my life. There's been a brief moment where I've worked for for-profit, but I really, at my core, I like to help people. And when my husband and I moved up from California, We had always talked about retiring up here, but I wanted to be a part of the community. I didn't want to just move up here as an old man and and not know a lot of folks. So um, moved up here, still had a job with a global company, but I really wanted to be a part of the community. My first job in the community was BC Schizophrenia, but then I saw this position and being a business owner myself and my husband and I, it was a great opportunity for me to give back to the community that gave me so much you know, in, in helping small business and entrepreneurs, because I, I know what they've gone through, I, you know, and I want to bring whatever knowledge I have to them, but also learn from them. That's incredible. I, I grew up, my, my dad was a refugee who came from Hungary and started a small business in Alberta and, and then brought it out to, to BC. And so I watch, you know, the DNA of an entrepreneur, the DNA of a small business owner, I, you know, they take a risk, they become quite vulnerable So I love that you have a place for these risk takers, these vulnerable people. Well, especially like your dad, the the newcomers, like they don't know a lot about, you know, how things operate in Canada. And so that isn't to the exclusion of everybody else, but that's a great example of people who need supports who don't really know how to navigate the systems. Yeah. And and being that we're BC, you know, we've got the, you know, on the coast, we got Vancouver, we got the amazing mountains and we got the ocean as everyone in Ontario loves and comes to visit. How do you service those in say the desert area, the Okanagan, those yeah. that are in northern Canada, you know, BC, the the forested areas? What what does that look like to kind of have this giant geographic kind of yeah. scope? If I had a giant geographic budget to go along with the giant geography of BC, that would be perfect. I don't. And so the way we work, when I first joined the organization, I will say, I really wanted to be truly provincial. And by that, I mean, I want to make sure that we're servicing everybody possible here. And it can be challenging, like, as you mentioned, like people, uh, folks in the North, you know, with internet and Wi-Fi is a challenge. So doing some of our webinars even could be present a challenge to them. One way we work around that is with community partners. So we work very closely with organizations like Community Futures who have offices throughout the province, you know, as an example. We work with other organizations like Indigenous Business Development Services up in Haida Gwaii. And in the Okanagan, we have, uh, you know, in Tourism Okanagan and other organizations who we're working with. 
it's the one way that we can have some sort of presence. And when we partner with those organizations and share our knowledge with them, they in turn can share it with their communities and create an awareness about Small Business BC. But we have a lot of work to do. I mean, on, uh, if I'm being honest, like, yeah, we do our best to reach everybody, but it's, it, it's still challenging. Yeah, I think one of the neatest resources that you've put out, and I've actually used it multiple times over the years as a you know entrepreneur business owner, was that it was a website that you would help people register your business name, and you kind of almost hold people's hand. You made it yeah. simple, like what would normally be a very red tape, difficult thing. It's almost I, I, you know you remember back then the little cl- I, I'm gonna age myself the little um, paper clip called Clippy. Yeah. Yes, yes. It, I feel like you made a new version. I, there's no wizard. There was a wizard at one point as well who would help walk you through stuff. But I feel like you walk people through how to get a registered name and then register the business in a really easy, basic English format for me who wasn't right. that bright to do that. Right. We still do that, actually. Yeah. And it, actually, that service helps government too, because it takes a load off of the the work that they would have to do if we weren't doing it. So yeah, we still get many clients who come in and help need help with their registration because uh, you're absolutely right. It could be very bureaucratic process otherwise. No, it's it's incredible. And so thank you for that, for having that as a reason. I've never got to thank anyone for that. So here's my chance. You're welcome. I will pass that along to the team who actually do it because my team are amazing. And so I will pass that along. Maybe as we look at this next year and kind of looking forward, I know there's lots of people that have commented on the past, but like looking forward, what are you excited about for small businesses? And, and what does it mean to be a small business, maybe in Canada, you know, let alone BC? I think what I'm excited about most, I saw this during the pandemic even, is that it afforded people the time to think about what do they really want to do with their lives. And so we've seen not... You know, yes, it's been horrible because the number of businesses that have had to close and shut their doors and the impacts to those owners, to their families, to their communities have been devastating. And so I want to acknowledge them. But I also do want to say that there is a lot of positive going on, a lot of people looking forward and starting businesses, even in even in the midst of everything that's going on in the world, right? And so that's what's exciting for me, that people are now exploring their dreams, and making them a reality. And so I think that, you know, we're, we're going to see a lot of good things from small businesses. And as I said, they are the backbone of our economy with 97% of all business being small business. I think that that's something that we can look forward to. That is incredible. And what do we just during this time, what are the things that you hear that people are asking for the most? What, what is kind of a common thread that you're saying, man, this is a resource that we provide and it is very utilized because it is so needed from these small businesses? Oh man, there's so many of them. You know, it just depends on where you are in your journey. I would say, you know, there are people who need legal advice. So we provide, uh, we have, we work with a legal counsel who can give you anything, tips from, you know, how to get the paperwork filed. And maybe you have an HR issue. So we have an HR consultant who helps people answer those questions. Marketing, you know, how do I get into social media? And one of the big things that we're working on and we're hoping to get funding for to bring to um, BC, there are already several projects programs like this. But I was really stunned to see how many businesses don't have a web presence or an e-commerce platform. And if anything, the pandemic showed was you need to have that, right? And so that's one of the things we really want to bring is a large scale project where we can help businesses ramp up to get, if it's nothing else, just get a website built, but also an e-commerce platform where you can sell online because that's how a lot of people now are going to just do their shopping. The bricks and mortar there's still a need for bricks and mortar. I personally like to still go into stores myself and restaurants and, and things like that. 
But I think that, yeah, developing that area is going to be huge in, in the coming year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, the digital adoption. And, and exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And one of the things, one of the things we addressed prior to that, because we we had been working on that project for a while, we set up what we call the BC Small Business Marketplace, and you can access that on our website too. But if you don't have a website now and you need some kind of presence, we are marketing those businesses all the time. And like we did a big Christmas push and holiday push when people were looking for gifts. You could shop anywhere in the province because I think we have nearly 2,500 businesses now registered and we continue to register more. But it's one way to give back to these businesses a, an opportunity to get some additional marketing, get some additional business. I think that's amazing. So many great creative initiatives to help small businesses. That is that's so neat. There really are. You know, if you're like me too, I have my favorite shops. I have my favorite bakery. Yeah. I have my favorite barber. I have my favorite restaurants. Yeah. They're not large chain places that no. I'm talking about. I'm talking about local little places. Yeah. And even during the pandemic, when we could go in, I was doing everything I could, yeah. you know, to shop there, to use their yeah. services because I wanted them to be around when yeah. it was all done, right? And selfishly, I will admit this, during COVID, I have my favorite bagel shop. It's in uh, Granville Island. And, yeah. and, and I'm crazy about them. They have this rosemary rock salt that's amazing. And, but I've never actually tried Lee's Donuts, which is also in Granville Island because yes. the lineup is so big. Yes. So someone launched a e-commerce platform, but just for Granville Island. So I got my Seagulls bagels and I was like, Lee's Donuts. So for the first time during COVID, I got to try Lee's Donuts. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I live very close to Granville and I'm always there. That's how we shop like on a every other day kind of basis anyway. But I got Lee's once, I think, because of that, because of yeah. the line. But yeah, no, that's great to know. Yeah, no, it was, it was very cool. And, <laughs> and again, I think there's something about like, I, just using Granville Island as an example, like when you walk around the island, like the, that represents so many small businesses from a glass blower to, you know, like a little fun you know, wood shop to a, literally a, an entire store dedicated to selling brooms. Right. Exactly. Well, and think about it. Like, that's a good example. I know that many of those businesses, too, during the pandemic, when, you know, rent was a huge issue for businesses, especially bricks and mortar businesses. And if you weren't getting customers, you weren't able to pay your rent. And so getting those rental subsidies when they were, where it finally came through, you know, was huge. But a lot of them are government-owned buildings down there. And because they're government-owned, the government isn't eligible to receive those rent subsidies. So there were many businesses on the island that weren't, in particular, that weren't, weren't able to get that kind of support. Hey. It's yeah. the, the details, right? The, 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 when, it, when it comes down, it sounds good in the newspaper, but when it comes down to practice and implementation, sometimes there's a miss. Things fall through the cracks. We like to think we're addressing things. You know, I would say government, I think, did a, a phenomenal job of putting together a lot of supports, but yeah. responsiveness to some of the needs weren't completely always there. And okay. so, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. And, but I get it. It's, it was a huge, it was a, the first time we've ever experienced this kind of thing. And yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And I think they're still figuring things out, I assume. Right. And, and I'm, and I imagine with your voice and advice and, and the fact that you have this incredible pulse on small businesses, you can even advise the government. Yes, we do. We do that, you know, on a regular basis. In fact, two of our board members represent our funders, both the provincial and the federal government. So we have their ear and their voice at that point, but also then, you know, it's on various roundtables and other, there's a small business roundtable that's run by our provincial government. And each month, the, the Minister of Jobs, Economic Recovery and Innovation 
hosts this meeting for business leaders in the community to get that feedback. So there's plenty of opportunity for sure. That's amazing. And I, I love that you're excited about digital adoption for the future, getting businesses online, getting them ready for e-commerce. Yeah. You know, again, this was something even I've only been with the organization now two and a half years. And so my team were working on that proposal that had been implemented in Ontario for some time, um, trying to bring it here. And so there are other programs here in BC. I don't want to say, but the need is so great that we need as many of those kind of programs as we can have, right? Yeah. And so this Canada Digital Adoption Program that you're talking about that we just recently applied for, and fingers crossed, regardless, I hope Small Business BC is the selected vendor, but whomever it is, it will be a huge boost to that economy yeah. to help those businesses ramp up. Yeah. Because really, I just, I'm so used to going online, doing a search and finding a, an, a business with a website. And it really surprised me at how many don't have that capability. And I get it. As a small business, you don't always have time to like, you think, I don't have time to build a website. I don't have time to research sales platforms and, you know, which one is better than which. And so I get it. And so this, this program, if it works out, well, regardless of who gets it, it will work out. It'll help those businesses and it will also provide them with a knowledgeable consultant to help them do this so they don't have to do it by themselves. Yeah. Incredible. I had uh, Tristan from uh, Google who represents small businesses for, for Google Canada introduced me to Daryl who runs the, the digital main street in yes. Ontario, which the fruit of the work they did was was amazing. And, and the, yes. the practical in the trenches support they got was was pretty awesome to see. Truly. Yeah, no, it's exciting. I, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, we, we've been working closely with Daryl too along. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a known, known entity and it's worked well. So it's been a pleasure working with them too. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently, so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. That's amazing. And then uh, the the folks at Alacrity launched the Launch Online program where you yes. could get that money to launch something. And and yeah. Yes. And then there's the Digital Boot Camp. And then there's uh, Innovation Island has the DER3 program. So there are others. And we've, we've identified all those resources on our website too, because amazing. the bottom line is we just want to make sure that business gets the support they yeah. need, regardless of where it's coming from. But definitely, if you're listening and you need help with that, check those out right now and connect with them. Because while the digital adoption program isn't available yet, it will be hopefully, hopefully by the end of the year, you'll yeah. hear more about that. And I think what, what is so great about Small Business BC is that it, there's a human on the end of that, whether it's a phone call, an email, it's a real person that will help you navigate this, I feel like, what could be a very red tape, you know, hard world to navigate. If you can think of Dora, the explorer, you are the map for all of yeah. these small business owners oh, in BC. That's very kind of you to say. And, and it's true. I have the greatest team in the world here. And they are, they, they're so knowledgeable about everything you might need to know. And if they don't know the answer, they know who to go to, to get it. And they'll point you in the right direction to get that answer. But you're absolutely right. You're not left on an Island to try and figure out things yourself. You're actually supported by a real human person. That's really cool. So Granville Island, what's your route? What's your go-to places that you love to, to visit? Okay, well, so we love, there's a butcher and you know what, they're going to kill me because I don't know their name, but the butcher on the island, we love everything that they, they produce. One of the seafood places too, and he'll kill me too, because all these names are escaping me now. Okay. I got my little route, but I don't pay yeah. attention to names sometimes, but they've even ordered things for us. Like my husband's from Montreal and yeah. langoustines are a big thing. We yes. can't find langoustines on the West Coast, but they have brought them in and we can go in now. They keep the box of them in the wow. in the freezer for us and we go and buy them from them uh, every once in a while. So things like that. I love the floor. I love the German place too. They make the best schnitzel. Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's there's so many. And and there's still new. I, I find I'm, you know, I've been going since I was a kid and going to the, through the comedy festivals there in the summer and the yeah. stand up and the improv. And I'm still discovering new places, which is so neat about Granville Island. Yeah, me too. No, I, I'm there constantly. I love every once in a while too, I'll walk from home and I'll take an aqua bus or a, a yeah. False Creek Ferry and go back that way just so I can walk through Granville Island. I love make um, for souvenirs oh. from Canada. There's Tony's uh, Fish and Chips. Um, yeah. I like, you know, just, there's so many places, so oh. many places yeah. you can go. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big fan of make. I uh, actually, uh, Promo Sapien, that's where we get our uh, promo yeah. swag material from. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, the, I guess, the sister company of make. So yeah, yeah it's very cool. Very yeah. cool. So Tom, are you ready for a rapid fire round? I'll try. I'll do my best. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, what was the first job you ever had? 
first real job. I mean, if not counting being a paper boy, um, and I don't know, probably most listeners now don't even know what a paper boy is. But yeah, the first real job I had, I was a housekeeper in a hospital in my my local community, and quite honestly, I love that job. I still tell people that was probably my favorite job ever because you did your job. You were done at the end of the day. And when you went home, you didn't think about it. It was like, I don't have to worry about anything. It's done. Um, But yeah, no, really a cool experience. That's awesome. Are you a night owl or early bird? I used to be a night owl, but as I've gotten older, I've become more of an early bird. uh, Yeah, yeah. Nice. A cat or a dog person? I love them both, but I think I'm more of a dog person. I just, I think... Uh, there are times when I just, you know, you want that love of uh, the animal and cats are, can be aloof and uh, mm-hmm. will walk away from you. And I was like, no, I just want a hug. So, mm-hmm. but they're not yeah. ready to give it. Yeah. No, I hear you. They're there. Yeah, they are. Uh, they are. What's it called? Selective in their yes. uh, love giving. Yes. yes, exactly. What was the first thing that you marketed? <laughs> the first thing I marketed, I worked for the American Medical Association in Chicago. I grew up in Chicago. So okay. most of my life was spent in Chicago and then we moved to California. But um, when I was at the American Medical Association, I, I, I was in government relations kind of most of my life. And I was working on, folks might know, the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act in HIPAA in the United States, which help people transport their insurance from one job to another without fear of losing their health coverage, which is something you have to worry about in the United States. And um, because I was working on that, they were creating what they called the AMA Internet ID at the time. It was a way to identify a physician who was transacting business online as an actual physician so they couldn't be spoofed or, you know, or somebody couldn't fraudulently submit a a pharmacy request or anything like that. It proved that you were, in fact, a physician. So the AMA Internet ID, before it was even required, so, and we got probably 100,000 physicians signed up for it, but they had no place to use it. So I think I did a pretty good job to market something to somebody and get sell it to them without having a place to use it. That is amazing. That that is is a great story. I know. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, what is uh, your favorite? Is it dark or milk chocolate? It's it's dark. Um, I think that there's, yeah. Uh, well, first of all, my husband has some, uh, he's a chef, but he also has some intolerances and dairy is yes. one of them. And so I've really learned to respect uh, dark chocolate. Yes. yes. Yeah. No, it's, uh, no, it's a, it, it is a, an acquired taste, but once you go there, it's, it's pretty special. Yeah. 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 Um, what is your favorite word right now? Favorite word? Oh my. I would say vacation. <laughs> Like, because I really long for, I just, I was just in the Okanagan recently, which is great, but uh, yeah, I need, like, I really want like a vacation. Yeah, that's great. That's a great word. What is the last charity you supported financially or volunteer time and why? I've led two disability organizations, so I really enjoy supporting particularly BC Schizophrenia, who I started before, who I had the job before I came here, and uh, Easter Seals. Uh, yeah. And both disability organizations, I'm very passionate about supporting those communities. And so, yeah. That's awesome. What is a movie that you could just watch over and over and over again? You know, it's cliche in many ways because I know a lot of people like this movie, but I I love It's a Wonderful Life, the original with Jimmy Stewart. And it just, you know, it makes me feel really good about humanity when when I watch that movie. So, uh, yeah. Are you a crier? Do you cry at the end every time? I do. My husband calls me a sap, but I don't care. Yeah. I, yeah. You know what? It actually is cathartic in, yeah. in, in a oh, lot yeah. of movies. Yeah. 
I find that that's the place and time I cry the most is when things, good things happen in a movie. Exactly. Me too. Yeah. yeah. No. What is your favorite song or album on repeat right now? I have a lot on Spotify, but you know, lately I've been trying to listen to, all right, my husband says I'm stuck in the 80s. Um, so I'm trying to get away from that. And what I've been listening to is more easy listening. And the guy who was on, um, he was on Schitt's Creek, Noah Reed. He's a singer yeah, yeah, and yeah. I have a few of his, I don't think this is part of an album. He has several singles right now, but um, yeah. one of them um, that I've been listening to on repeat is Tiff's song. And it's just, nice. it tells a really nice story. I just yeah. like listening to it. That's true. I actually have never listened to his music outside of the show. That's incredible. He, he's got a great voice. I, I think yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's soothing. I, I just, yes. I find him very good. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, if you weren't doing the job you're doing right now, what would you be doing with your life? Ooh, I, well, I love the idea when my husband and I set up our first business. I love the idea always of setting up a coffee shop and florist. And we were going to call it Sense. And, you know, we went through this whole thing. But I, I like the idea of working with things that are inanimate, but they make people happy. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So dealing with customers and then, you know, having, you know, beautiful flowers. And, and that's cliche too, as a gay man, to want to be a florist. But, but, but I, I like that. And then I love coffee. So yeah. the idea of putting them two together somehow, I, that's oh, what I'd do. That'd be the dream. That'd be yeah. the dream. That'd be like everyone's Saturday and Sunday morning destination. I think. Yeah, right? Right? Yeah. yeah. Or on the way home. There yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 On the way Amazing. to work, you bring flowers to work and get oh. your coffee at the same time. Oh, it's brilliant. It's yeah. brilliant. <laughs> You'd be everyone's favorite employee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is an app on your phone that you can't live without? Okay, you're going to have to excuse me. I have to pull it up because somebody just told me about this, but I go on hikes a lot. Yeah. And this one called Leaf Snap. Oh. I, I never heard about it before, but we yeah. were in the Okanagan, as I just said, and we people were identifying plants. And it's kind of like Shazam yeah. for music, but you take a picture of whatever plant or leaf or tree or whatever you're wow. looking at or bark, and it will tell you what plant it is. That and is amazing. Yeah, there's so many times I'm on a hike, I'm like, I wish I knew what kind of tree that was, or I wish I knew what kind of bush that was. So it's a, it's a cool, I, I like it, leaf snap. Leaf snap. And if you're on maybe a first date, you could just kind of hide it in your pocket and pull it out <laughs> and take take the scans and then just sound super smart all the time. <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you have a memory of a favorite children's book or maybe a favorite children's book you still read today? Uh, <laughs> you know, I... I I have a memory, like I love where the wild things are. Yeah. Um, I think that that was one of my favorites as a kid. Um, the the Dr. Seuss books, um, I always, just the rhyming. And then over time now, as I grow older, the last time I read them was to my nieces. And that just was so special, right? To have something from being a kid to then you're bringing back to your nieces. And they're grown up now too, too old to be reading to, but yeah. That's awesome. That's very cool. What is the best thing that you ever bought for under ten dollars? Under ten, probably. I, you know, I, uh, that's hard because I know there are a lot of things that I buy for under ten dollars that I think are really cool. Can I say this? I will yeah. say, and this is over ten, but I have to say, I always say I, the best fifty dollars investment I ever made was for a Nexus card because mm-hmm. traveling has become a lot easier. I shouldn't tell people that because I don't want more people yeah. using the Nexus line and that, but but it really is. It was the best investment ever. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, it's not ten dollars, but no, it's it's great. No, it's great. It's it's uh, ten dollars a year for five years. Yeah, there you go. I think it lasts. Actually, for five I years. think that's about what it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is the most important thing you ever changed your mind about? I would say. So I'm an alcoholic and I 
grew up believing, uh, and I grew up in an alcoholic household. And my dad had gone to AA for a while and said it didn't work. And, you know, being a kid, you just believe. And I always believed that that's what it was. And I, I knew I needed help, but I didn't know where to go to. And I knew, well, AA doesn't work, so I don't want to try that. But the best change in my mind was the best thing was realizing that AA does work if you work it. And so I, I went and now I just celebrated 22 years sober the other day. So, yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Amazing. That's Thank amazing. You. That's incredible. Thank you for sharing that. Sure. You're welcome business or marketing book that you'd recommend? Well, quite frankly, honestly, in this past year, I haven't had a lot of time to read and stay up to date on those. I would just say, instead of a business or marketing book, check out the Small Business PC website because we have so many wonderful resources and anything we have on our site will be of value to you. It's awesome. And not to plug, I've got uh, I've got a few articles on there myself on uh, some, some tips and tricks. <laughs> Actually, you know what? You have a guy on your staff named Darren Dunn, um, yes. and I want to say he's from Ireland originally. Yes, yes. great yes. accent, yes. and he will not publish anything unless it's practical and helpful and resourceful. Like he's an incredible filter for getting good stuff on there. Honestly, no. Yeah. When I talk about my incredible team, he's one of the people I think about. I mean, I think about each one of them, but Darren, definitely his writing and um, his ability to tell a story is just spot on. Yeah. Oh, that's (laughs) awesome. Podcast that you recommend. So speaking of Darren, he's working with one of our partners on our our own podcast. I I hate to do these shameless plugs, but I I also don't. Um, Yeah. Made possible. Yeah. Um, definitely check it out on whatever avenue you, you listen to podcasts to. It's just started recently, but our first series is our six, our six award winners from this year, the Small Business BC Awards. And each of them has such an amazing story to tell. And if you are interested in starting a business yourself, just listen to these people tell their story and you're going to feel supported. You're going to feel justified. You're going to also feel like, okay, I'm not alone in this and in, in wanting to start a business and what I need to go through to do it. That's awesome. And, and again, um, newsletter or website you recommend for resources and inspiration? Sorry, Small Business BC. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great. yeah, no, it, honestly, for, for business especially, no, you, yeah. can't, you can't find a better resource in BC or anywhere. We get people from all over the world checking out our, our webinars and uh, websites. So definitely check it that out. Is, that is amazing. And what do you think? And, and as we talk about kind of um, people hiring new employees, what are the skills that people need to get a job in this kind of new economy that we're living yeah. in? You know, I think that, you know, we're actually hiring folks right now too. We have some vacancies and we're, we're hiring for them. And I think, you know, it's, it's a balance between what the employer wants and what the, how the employee works. Um, I think, you know, remote work is definitely going to be something that, you know, we're going to have to to look at skills. I think communication skills are always critical and those are undervalued sometimes as like your soft skills. I think that pay attention to those when you're interviewing, when you're, because you're going to be working with clients or vendors or others who, who are going to expect that kind of communication from you, whether it's written or, or verbal. So I would say that that's always going to be an important skill. But also stay on top of your your technology and applications. Like there's never a shortage of different kinds of um, CRM tools and other things that you're going to have to learn. So take the time to learn those as well. That's great. It's great advice. Tom, where can people find you online? Where can they get a hold of you if they want to follow up and, and chat with you? 
Yeah, they can follow up on on our our website at smallbusinessbc.ca. You can check out any of any of our social media channels. I have my own two on Instagram, Cali Shy Tom. I am on Twitter and Facebook. I try. I, I don't do as much Facebook outside of family, but yeah, I have my own personal ones too that you can follow. That's awesome, Tom. Have you have you ventured into the realm of TikTok yet? Been tempted? I I can't. I, I could, but. You know what? I'll leave that to the experts because I I, I don't think I, I can't see myself doing the dances and the other things yeah. that I, I I think people are quite creative. I yeah. love TikTok, but I, I I can't see myself doing it. Have you gone in just to uh, consume and just watch as a, a browser? Yes. Yeah. Most okay. definitely. Yeah. It's yeah. quite creative and what a great outlet. And you know, and and I look at like one of the stupid TV shows I love to watch is well, it's not Project Runway anymore. It's something uh, Heidi Klum and uh, Tim Gunn do something on Prime now. But they were talking about the other day about even the the days of runway. Like there will still be runways for fashion, but now. It's TikTok, it's social media, and that's yeah. where fashion uh, designers are getting their message out. And so that's yeah. another way small businesses, you know, need to be on top of things. So, yeah. yeah. No, it's incredible. It's incredible the amount of businesses that launched on TikTok. And then yeah. we're able to then, yeah, go from there to launch a Shopify store and start selling their idea, concept. I know. It's, it, it's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's something that's a little bit out of the realm of my thinking, but I'm glad I'm here among lots of wonderful, young, smart people who I can learn these things from because otherwise I, I wouldn't know anything about it. Amazing. Tom, thank you for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Darian, thank you for asking me. I really appreciate you asking too. So it was a real pleasure. All right, everyone. This is Tom Conway with Small Business BC, an incredible resource. We're going to put a lot of those links uh, in the show notes as well. So be sure to check those out. And uh, otherwise, we'll see you next time on Marketing News Canada. Thanks for listening to Marketing News Canada. For more episodes and other great stories from Canadian marketers, visit marketingnewscanada.com. All episodes are recorded in the Jelly Marketing Studio, thanks to our producer, Chris Penner, and editors, Travis Jeffers and The Podfather. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.